0: Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit. The only wrestling podcast on the planet suffering from deja vu from last year. I'm just kidding. We all are. I know it. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined by my partners in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you?
1: Uh, I'm good. I mean, I made it to another April 15th, so I have a job as yeah. of April, like, whatever. Today is 18th, so... I lose track of
0: time. Uh, also joining us from up north, <laughs> RCMP, JLB. What's going on, man?
2: It goes, gets, uh, it certainly goes. And, uh, you know, we already have enough of you happening with everything else. You don't need to add a bunch of wrestlers and really talented wrestlers getting released during COVID times. But this just goes to show you that WWE has no soul. Or yeah. Vince has so- no soul.
0: So here, here's the deal. We're just going to get it out of the way right off the bat. This episode, I think we all had crimes that we were going to accuse, some for WWE, some for maybe AEW or Impact or whatever, right? But um, uh, those have all fallen by the wayside because this is going to be all talking about the firings of WWE. Um, it seems to me like this year, WWE decided to go quality over quantity um, because last year, while they fired an absolute fuck ton of people, Um, the vast majority of them weren't like those really big names that we were like, holy crap. You know what I mean? They were people that struggled in the company that, uh, didn't ever get their foothold for whatever reason. Like EC3, right? Hugely talented. I'm happy to see that he's uh, getting success in Ring of Honor. Um, but he was never getting success in WWE. They didn't understand how to use, uh... You know, and the vast majority of the ones that were released last year were kind of in that situation. And, the, you know, uh, Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder, right? He was really popular with the fans, but in terms of WWE's usage of them, he was kind of a nobody, right? Uh, same with Kurt Hawkins, Brian Myers, you know? I mean, Kurt Hawkins, the biggest claim to fame in his last run at WWE was that losing streak where he lost so many, right? But this year, they decided to go quality over quantity. Instead of firing a fuck ton, they fired 10 so far. I'm going to say so far because last year, there were some NXT ones that trickled in afterwards. So far, as far as we know, just 10. But they hit the jackpot with some of these 10, right? And the big name that everyone, I think, will say, Samoa Joe. Yeah. Uh, how are you going to fire Samoa Joe, right? After misusing him for so long... He was just about to come back from an injury. Uh, can you imagine how great it would be to have Samoa Joe, the Samoa Joe, challenging the head of the table on SmackDown?
1: Ooh, Joe versus the, yeah,
0: yeah, that's because yeah, the cool. they're both
1: named Joe.
0: Well, and they're both Samoan, and even though Samoa Joe's not from the an Hawaii family, is it the story writes itself? But no, <laughs> um. But of, uh, other big names out of it, both of the iconics, which pissed me off, um, I mean, I, I guess I hope to see them go off. And if they choose to uh, become a tag team again, I'm I'm all for it because they were absolute gold as a tag team. And WWE messed things up by breaking them up in the first place. Um, but, but Chelsea Green, who they pulled up from NXT, and then she suffered uh, an injury and then they just like eh, we will never use her and she's fucking phenomenal no one no one in WWE truly got to see which not even in NXT because they pulled her up out of NXT so fast yeah um and that's the deal is i mean they there's just there's just there's, i don't
1: know too much I quality mean, in there there's a, a a future hall of famer in Mickey James you know uh-huh. I, um uh, and and for good reason At one point she was the best women's wrestler In the world um, Barring maybe and, and this is a maybe Maybe Gail Kim So yeah. so so well
0: before we get into talking about it too much I always like to remind people that Raw and Order Is part of the Tatnisco Podcast Network So head on over to tatnisco.com And check out that there um, But now back into it The full list, the 10 wrestlers So far that we know have been released, uh, Samoa Joe, Mickey James, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, Chelsea Green, Wesley Blake, Tucker, Kalisto, Bo Dallas, and then later in the day, Mojo Rawley. Um, you know, I mean, uh, most of the people on that list were at least at one point on their way to being big stars. Like they broke up the Iconics because reports have it, they were going to give Peyton Royce uh, solo run and, and shooter to the moon, and then they just right. Um Kalisto at one point was a big star in the cruiserweight division. Bo Dallas was NXT champion yeah, for a lot of a
1: dude that got underused.
2: And I don't get it, man, because he was funny. Like mm-hmm. you could have gave him something, and whatever, he's Bray's brother, too. He's going out with uh Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan. You know what I mean? Like keep the guy in the company. You kind of there's a lot of connection there, and the dude's funny. You could have easily have made him do something with the bump or whatever. He could have been very useful. Um, mm-hmm. also, you know he hasn't done anything in wrestling. Sure, okay, whatever. But give him some kind of other contract or something. Or you know? send
0: him to NXT again. Or that where, where they yeah. use him. Yeah, because that so hurt Finn Balor. Oh wait. Exactly. I, I think, mean here's the deal is is can you imagine if Bo Dallas came down to, to I say down to came over to NXT and looked at Karrion Cross and was like, you know, you might be the NXT champion now, but I was there. Well, first.
1: because of how they booked him though, it would lack some believability.
0: The thing is, I think NXT crowds would would look past it because they remember his run in NXT, sure. right? Uh and have looked at WWE main roster and said, how did you waste him? He was so good down here.
2: Um, yeah, I don't even remember him down there, to be honest with you. Or, well, you know. you <laughs> miss out. Yeah. You, I you mean, okay there, bud? Did you, I <laughs> mean,
0: apparently I, I, I uh, choked myself swallowing my own spit. So you know, like it is,
1: it, is it kinky for you to do that? No, no, uh, it sure was not. I'm choking myself.
0: <laughs>
1: it, it was not at all. <laughs> uh, anyway so. anyway, moving forward. Sorry,
0: but so so I mean that's that's a pretty stacked list of ten people from to just fucking tell to kick
2: well, rocks,
1: and, right? And I and I, I mean here's the the problem with some of those lies in hey we're gonna break up your tag the lack of respect for the tag team division hurt Tucker the lack of I mean for God's sakes they they took Tucker out of a tag team and then put Otis into a tag team. Right. Yeah. That's it. Like, What are you doing? Yeah, that's the deal. Is It's like, you know, if, if you want
0: Tucker or if you want Otis to be in a tag team, leave him in the tag team that he was in. It was entertaining. They had chemistry together. They worked together. All of that stuff. Use it. Same thing with Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. If you were just going to shove them both into tag teams, then leave them in the tag team they were in. Right. It made no sense. Uh, and and John, longest Mark, time, of course, of okay, course, Dallas so. was in the B team. Uh, of course, Curtis Axel was one of the people filed, fired last year, so Bo wow. Dallas has been without a partner from. But, I guess the F team now. I guess the pink slip team. Pink slip. But so, so I'm just gonna go down and and you know kind of remind people of some of the people who still have jobs with WWE over the ten people that I just listed that got fired. And this is not trying to denigrate any of these people, but I. I think pretty much any of us would say if you had a choice between Samoa Joe and one of these people um, or Peyton Royce or Chelsea Green over one of these these women, you'd say you'd choose Samoa Joe or Peyton Royce or Chelsea Green, right? Um, Angel Garza still has a job. Cedric Alexander still has a job and is not being used properly at all. Grand wow. Metalik still has a job. Humberto Carrillo, who we last saw... As just an extra a month ago, still has a job. Jackson Riker still has a job. I agree. Uh, Lince Dorado still has a job. Mace still has a job. (laughs) Uh, Riddick Moss still has a job. That's because
1: Mace is so close, though, with uh, With with P. Diddy. Diddy. Yeah. Uh,
0: (laughs) Slapjack still has a job. Titus O'Neil, who hasn't wrestled... Has not wrestled a match in WWE in over a year, if I'm correct.
2: Still has a job. Well, yeah, Uh, but he does stuff for WWE outside. And so so did Samoa Joe. That's very true.
0: Uh, Dana Brooke still has a job. How dare you? Lana still has a job. I'd agree with. (laughs) Nia Jax still has a job. Nikki Cross, who I love but has not been seen on TV in months, still has a job. Moving on to SmackDown, in the Men's, uh, Alistair Black, who's been off TV, still has a job over Samoa Joe. And I love Alistair Black, don't get me wrong. Uh, but it's important to think Dominic Mysterio still has a job over Samoa fucking Joe.
2: Yeah, Dominic is definitely going to keep his job, though. He's not going anywhere. Rey Mysterio made sure of that.
0: Again, I, and, and that's the I'm not trying to denigrate any of these people. I'm just pointing out compared to Samoa Joe or Peyton Royce or Chelsea Green, right? You know, it's hard to say that fucking Tamina deserves a job over Peyton Royce, Chelsea Green, or Billy Kay, right? I thought,
2: though, I'm kind of happy for them at the end of the day because they weren't being utilized anyways. Um, I'm sure Joe is pretty freaking happy because – I think it was the WWE doctors that didn't want him to wrestle, that weren't clearing him still, right? But he has mentioned that he feels fine and so on and so forth. So it might have been those WWE doctors maybe agreed, said he could go, but WWE doctors were like, no, we're not taking the risk. And so therefore they still sidelined him. So I'm pretty happy, though, that these superstars are going to get an opportunity to showcase what they do have. Some of them won't. I I I, I
1: struggle to place um, Tucker. Nah, and that's the deal.
0: Is, uh, Tucker, I I don't know where he'll go. Uh, effectively, in fact, we'll we'll just switch to that segment of this. Uh, normally we play a game on our fantasy booking. That's AEW, Ring of Honor, or Impact. Um, mm. this is like a big game of that. So Samoa Joe literally could take his pick, right? Um yeah. uh, I'm relatively certain that any of those three companies would give him a shot. Uh Mickey James, kind of the same. She spent time in, in Impact. Um, I don't think she spent any time in Ring of Honor. Uh AEW would probably take her on at the very least in a coaching role for the women's division. Um, but the most likely landing place I would say for Mickey James is probably NWA. Oh yeah. With her hubby if only because her husband is the current NWA world's champion, Nick Aldis. Um, But, you know, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, that's a little tougher to predict. If only because I think it's a different landing spot. If they decide to go back to being a tag team versus if they both try to go it alone. Right. Um, If they try to go it alone, I could see Peyton Royce ending up in AEW with her. I think they're married now. Sean Spears husband. Fiance, boyfriend, I can't I think they got married.
1: She's such a cheating bitch. Oh my god. Sorry. Uh I forget sometimes that but inversely I've never I never dated Peyton Royce. Uh
0: inversely, I don't necessarily see a spot for Billy Kay directly in AEW as a singles wrestler. This is not trying to denigrate Billy Kay at all. I don't she's know. Just, she was really entertaining the other night.
2: That's the thing, man. She was she's just, extremely entertaining. I feel like- but not so, as a singles wrestler. You don't think AEW would take them both and kind of repackage them? If if they
0: choose to stay together as a tag team, I think AEW would choose them both. But if they're trying to go it alone, that's why I say it's, I think that's the, the key for them is whether they uh, try to do it as a tag team or not, right? If they do a tag team, I think mm-hmm. Impact is going to put up a hard run for them because of those three, Impact is the only one with a women's tag division. Right. Um, and, I mean, the simple fact, if you can have the Iconics or whatever their new fucking name's going to be, uh come in and run the show there, I think you do it, right? Uh Chelsea Green, her fiancé is currently in Impact, Uh as well as she has a history in Impact.
2: She also uh, has history in ROH, though. I think she commented that she would like to face uh, one of the women wrestlers in ROH on her Twitter feed. So... Uh, it's possible oh. she might go
0: there. Yeah, I, I'm not ruling anything. I mean, I don't know any more than you guys know. All I know is that that on her Twitter feed and uh, on the Impact Twitter feed, Scott Damore has very, very much hinted at their interest in her. And again, her fiancé, Matt Cardona, is currently an Impact Wrestling uh, contract.
2: Let us just kind of maybe talk about Matt Cardona's little tweets. Uh, yeah. His whole little WWE... Uh
0: four
2: 15, 415 I said re- I just
0: fired your ass.
2: Yeah. Like a bit insensitive there, bud. I get you were trying to make a joke, but you literally did it on the day and like on. Uh, yeah. I
1: I he was fired on four fifteen the prior year. So yep. i no I problem with that.
0: I yeah, I got no problem with that. I guarantee you uh he didn't make that joke without texting. His Beyonce Chelsea, probably Samoa Joe, probably Mickey James, maybe even Peyton and Billy Kay. Because I guarantee you he was he was close with at least those. Uh probably Bo Dallas as well, because they were all main roster with Together. him, Kalisto, right? Tucker and Wesley Blake uh were never main roster with Zack Ryder. So he might not have a, a relationship. But I guarantee you he did not text that out without knowing that. Those people weren't going to take it hard. On top of it, if I was one of the people fired uh, and I saw him do that, I'd laugh. It'd be one of the few bright spots in my day Mm. because it's true. And again, like D.A. Fabe points out, it happened to him 365 days ago, right?
2: Right.
1: So I don't, I mean, here's the, I don't know for sure that he would have talked to anybody. I don't think he needs to talk to anybody. You know, at the end of the day, he's allowed to tweet what he wants to tweet. Oh. Um, maybe a little bit insensitive, but let's, I mean, let's be frank about this. Now we've said an establishment. Now we've, we're looking at rules and going, okay, well, is April 15th, you know, not only tax day in the u.s but is it also wwe national firing day (laughs) like i
0: i i would go so far as to say um if you think that that's the thing that's in poor taste not the firing 10 wrestlers on the one year anniversary of firing 30 or whatever it was last year then you've got a mistaken sense of of honor there right the thing that was in poor t- taste is the mass firing, not the joke of Austin three sixteen. Um, I I gotta be honest, I don't think, and like I don't personally know uh, many wrestlers, but from what I know about most of the wrestlers, I don't think uh, there's a single wrestler that wouldn't have thought that was funny.
1: Because that said, the other piece to that is, wrestlers tend to be. Um, this group tends to eight out of the 10 of them seem to have pretty well-defined futures. Um, I will say Tucker, Tucker, um, later in the day it was, uh, Mojo. Um, and then there was another one you mentioned that,
0: uh, Wesley Blake, Wesley Blake.
1: I would say those are the three without significantly defined futures. Yes. That 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 are going to take a pay cut. And that's what um, I was getting to is is the iconics might
0: go many places. Chelsea Green very easily could go to Impact. She's got a history there. She could go to Ring of Honor, and I could see her going to AEW because she's that fucking good,
1: right? And uh, all of them. Likely will take a minor pay, will yeah. take some type of pay cut. Yep. Joe's not going to be the top guy on any brand now. He's no. old.
0: That being said, yeah. I mean the simple fact is, if they if he goes to some place like AEW or even Impact, but he takes on an additional backstage role, he might end up having close to the same overall pay. Yeah, it just will be not as a performer, right? Uh, but Calisto most likely is going to go back down to to Mexico. Uh, wrestling in either CMLL or or AAA down there. Uh, he's he's got a following. He's got potential star power down there. I don't see any of the big three in in America taking a shot at him. You know, I
1: don't think. Uh, I, I I don't know that he wants them to take a shot at him. I, I don't mean, know, he know May either. very well just be like, yeah, you know, Alberto El Patron is uh, in prison now. We need a local hero. I'll be that hero. Sorry. Larry mm-hmm.
0: boy, But so um, Tucker and Wesley Blake, like we said, I have no idea where they'll land, um, uh, especially since both of them are not known in their time in WWE for singles. Right. Yeah. They were both parts of tag teams. The Forgotten Sons for Wesley Blake and uh, Heavy Machinery for Tucker. And then after that tag team fell apart for whatever reason, uh, which the Forgotten Sons, how that fell apart is still beyond me. Because um, it was just, I mean, okay,
1: I know the behind. same the cancel story. culture, bud.
0: Well, I know the behind, but here's the deal. You say that the person that said the things to get canceled is the one that's still employed.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes, yes.
0: So it no, obviously I, I, wasn't I understand
1: it. that, but that's what caused the breakup, is what I'm saying. I
0: I I doubt that because if the breakup was all behind that, then then uh, Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler would not be the ones who got fired out of it. And Jackson Riker would not be the one in a major raw storyline right now. Right. Man. So obviously that's not the whole reason.
1: I don't oh. know how major you can call that Raw storyline, but more importantly, um, here's here's another piece to this that we that we've skipped entirely. Some of these people performed at WrestleMania. Yeah, specifically Billy Kay ex- and Samoa J- Joe. Billy Kay was in a match, and it was good. Like she was one of. The, it wasn't a good match. She was one of the better performers
2: in said match. You know, um, I thought she was going to be be able to face. The tag team champions on night two. I picked her for freaking
1: Yeah. Crying well out. And, and they had an early run. Like they were the ones who eliminated the first tag team. That's so it. um the other piece to that 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 plays into that is our last experience with Joe on WWE, thank God wasn't in his crappy ass shorts, but it was in a poncho. Yes. Right. right. Like, he wasn't even out there for commentary during the actual event. Yeah. No. Like, pfft, oh, okay. So so uh, the only other one that we
0: haven't really mentioned is Bo Dallas. Like, Bo Dallas is kind of a crapshoot. I think Bo Dallas landing somewhere is entirely dependent on if Bo Dallas decides he wants to continue wrestling or not, right? Reports have it that he's been focusing... Over the last year, considering it's been over a year since he was last used in a match, uh, that he's been focusing a lot over this last year on getting ready for his life outside of wrestling. He's got his real estate license. Uh, Him and Liv Morgan have put together a little uh, ranch that they live together on. Uh, Mm -hmm. All this stuff. So I could totally see Bo Dallas deciding, this is my time to just hang it up and start Selling houses and just be done with it. Um, it it'd be a shame, in my opinion, because he's way more talented uh, and was just way underused. But if that's what he chooses to do, we can't stop him, you know. Um, so, so I, I mentioned to to DFA on uh, on a phone call on the day that this happened how my idea for what they should do with Bo Dallas. He should show up on one of the other shows. Um, let's just say impact for the sake of argument. Um, and his gimmick should be a crazy backwoods cult leader who wears a, uh, <laughs> wears a
1: fedora and, Hawaiian a, fedora
0: and a Hawaiian shirt uh, over a, a wife beater and sits on a fucking rickety rocking chair on the front porch of his swamp house mm-hmm. and give, give him a, give him a group of, uh, oh, what should we call him clan? Um, not, not, uh, not yeah, n- n- not not followers. Family, followers, followers, followers. Yeah, maybe something. Maybe something's a little closer. Ken, Ken, Ken. The, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fucking live off that until WWE tries to sue you, and then you've got all this fucking free publicity. Ooh, his name could be Ray Bryant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this would be fucking. <laughs> Golden. (laughs) So one of the reports that has come out is uh, in regards to Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, specifically Billy Kay uh, being released, is uh, that part of why she was released is that Kevin Dunn, fuckstick Kevin Dunn, uh, didn't get her and
1: didn't like her accent and didn't think she could get over. Tweaky McCameraman can't fucking understand the storyline behind. Well, I will Uh, also
0: point out that Fuckstick Dumb uh, also didn't like Becky Lynch because of her accent. And there's literally proof. There's recording of him making fun of her accent and saying, you know, saying that she'd never get over because of that accent. I don't understand it. She needs to get rid of that fucking Irish accent. And frankly, uh, that Irish accent has worked pretty good for her and for Finn Balor. Um so you know I think Fuckstick Dunn needs to fuck off and go wait, home.
1: Wait. He doesn't understand accents like how wh- where they
2: come from
1: or what? uh he doesn't
0: think they they can get over it.
2: They don't speak American. Yeah. I don't know he, if he's a...
0: He thinks <laughs> that their there? accent will stop them from ever being
1: popular. Okay, well Now that's been proven wrong a couple times, so.
2: Exactly. So it just doesn't make any sense. And do you not hear, well, I guess you don't hear the crowd because there's no crowd there. But did you not remember when there were crowds of how over they were and when people were laughing? Or are you just going to only remember the last year with no crowds and whatever you say goes? Like, come on. Well,
0: again, I'm going to point out that he had the same opinion on Becky Lynch during the time when there were crowds.
1: <laughs> uh, and fans were cheering for her.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um as if there wasn't more reason enough reasons to hate Kevin Dunn already, uh aka Vertigo from his stupid fucking camera direction. <laughs> zoom in, zoom out, zoom back in, zoom back out. Other one. Zoom in. Now switch to another camera. Zoom out. One, four,
1: three, four, one, three, seven, two, one, four, three, sticks What is going on? Harcam. What? <laughs>
0: Just he's back there playing with the controls like he's uh like they're a keyboard and he's playing 180 beats per minute.
2: <laughs> Drummer in his pastime and uh can never get the hang of it. Doing it with the camera work,
1: I just don't get it. But what he does is he puts on Doink the Clown's music, just puts it over his ears, and he every time he hears "duh," which is "da da 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 da," okay, that's when he changes his camera. So this is fun. I I don't get it.
2: Go to hard cam. Yeah.
1: Boo! Hard cam. So weird. It's so bad.
2: I'm guessing they have that
1: many cameras. (laughs) I only see four cameramen at the ringside, and Kevin Dunn has made it feel like there's 75 of them.
2: Well, because I think there is a lot, though. Keep in mind, there's ringside, yeah, but then you have the ones, I guess, towards where the crowd is, too, that are just stills but zoomed in. Oh, that's true.
1: Yeah. Well, they probably have suspension cameras that they can move. Yeah. In and out.
2: Oh, I get
1: I get woozy just thinking about it again. Sorry.
2: I don't know why we're talking about
1: Kevin Dunn this much, but.
0: Well, because he's apparently one of the reasons Billy Kay got the axe. So, um, but like I feel I feel sorry for Chelsea Green probably more than most of them because at least almost all the other ones, in fact, all the other ones got really a run on the main roster at some point, even if it was unsuccessful. Like Wesley Blake's. Uh, part of the Forgotten Sons was a very short run. So maybe I'll put him in. But Tucker got, got a good year or so uh, on the main roster before he machinery. fell away with Heavy Machinery. Kalisto yep. had been around a long time. Bo Dallas had a good run. Uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay both had good, Pretty decent runs. Mickey James has been at the forefront of the women's division. Uh, Samoa Joe never got the run that he deserved, but he still spent a lot of time on the main roster.
1: Well, and and he was a consistent contender. They just never put the belt on him, which was stupid. But Chelsea
0: Green was the perfect
1: guy to have, you know, pull the title off Brock for a week and then put it back on Brock.
0: But Chelsea Green
1: was called up and then her debut was put
0: back, pushed back. She wrestled in one match, a multi-person match where she suffered an injury and then was never seen again.
1: Cause he probably fucking killed him. Yes.
0: Zach Morris
1: is trash.
0: (laughs) It just makes me angry. So anyways, the released 10 superstars, uh, reportedly have 90 day, no competes, which is not uncommon. Uh, Last year when they did the releases, the main roster ones had no competes, but the NXT ones often had no, no comp- So some of them were out there right away, like Deanna Paraza was right away. Um, but so it'll be at least 90 days before we see any of these people in another ring.
1: I am um, you know, good for them for getting paid for 90 days.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, you can go well, and here's the deal is all of them, uh, you know, and, and this is, means a lot coming from a fat slob like me. Uh, but uh, all of them can use this 90 days to get in the absolute peak condition that they can get in so that when they make sure. their debut for whichever company they make their debut for, they look like fucking rock stars.
1: They can also go on vacation if they want.
0: That too. Um, but uh, reports have it um, that Samoa Joe owns his own trademark, so which we probably knew. Um, so he'll be able to use that. Um, uh, some of the other ones are not so lucky though. So, um, Chelsea Green and Bo Dallas fall under a weird clause here where WWE, uh, filed a trademark for their names, right? Chelsea Green and Bo Dallas. However, the trademarks are set to be abandoned, in June or August, eh, in the case of Chelsea Green, if the owner, the the person behind the character, does not give written consent for it, so Bo Dallas, this is something I only recently found out. Bo Dallas, at the end of June, will likely be able to use the name Bo Dallas wherever he goes. Oh well. Wow. Should he choose?
1: So he can say Bo leave. So he, could. which is a fantastic character.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, same with Chelsea Green. she As long as she doesn't give WWE the rights to the name, which I don't see why she would, she could continue to use Chelsea Green. Uh, Kalisto can't use that name, but I don't know why he'd want to, because no one fucking likes it. <laughs> uh, Mickey James apparently allowed WWE to trademark the name Mickey James.
1: Seriously? After which, she came back?
0: Yeah, 2017.
1: Uh, that's dumb. Which
0: Is yeah, that, hmm? that's not her actual legit name, Mickey James. Um, I'm not actually sure. I always thought it was. I thought it was her her. Uh, but in terms of let's see, uh, Mickey Laurie, James Aldis. So yeah, but apparently so, they somehow or another own the trademark for using it in wrestling. I bet she can fight it since it's her real name though. Uh, Tucker can't use the name Tucker because. Why would he, you know? Uh, Peyton Royce and yeah. Billy Kay can't use those names. Uh, they wrestled under different names pre-WWE. Uh, Mojo Rawley falls and their under... their Twitter the...
1: names have gone to their actual name those yeah. previous names as well. well Mojo, Rawley, the...
0: Mojo Rawley falls under the same thing with Chelsea Green and Bo Dallas, uh, apparently. WWE will lose the trademark on his name if it fails to get written consent by April 23rd. Oh, wow. Well. So. Within the next week or so, he'll know if he. Now, in the end,
1: Mojo Jojo. Yeah,
0: is he gonna want to use that name elsewhere? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but at the very least, he can prevent WWE from ever using.
2: It. Yeah, exactly. Wonder how much it costs to register a name.
1: Do you think they're gonna go with fake Mojo Raleigh? If they continue with
0: the the trademark, I wouldn't put it past them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah. So that's the, that's the deal. Like, oh, I said, we had other crimes that we can talk about if we want to, but that's the main thing for this uh, week is fuck WWE. Like just when I thought that enough time had gone past and most of the people let go last year had been able to, to do something, uh, maybe, maybe you'd earned some goodwill back. You fucking do this again. Fuck you.
2: Maybe they'll maybe in the spirit of déjà vu they'll do another. Or maybe someone should put like a video of them crying and hurt by it and oh, get fuck signed. that. That was one of the I, things I talked actually, about. Actually,
1: Smarts brought this up and I said I don't I don't think there's anybody in this group th- th- that works for.
2: I think Joe I, is really happy bounced and he's kind yeah. of like I don't even know why they need me for this the, long. Like, the whatever. only
1: name that kind
0: of I thought about was potentially Billy Kane
2: because she needs
0: well, a beat I thought. Uh, well, yeah, Peyton was the other one. Peyton or Billy Kay. But both of them, Peyton, because of her impassioned plea on Raw Talk two weeks ago. Yeah. Whatever. They could bring her back. Billy Kay, because her whole gimmick over the last two months has been carrying around her resume and trying to apply for a position as a tag team partner.
2: Man, um, I think they knew, though, when she started this resume gimmick. Like, it's just. So cryptic that she was doing this resume gimmick, look her trying to find a job or a partner kind of thing. Like, whoa! The fact that they wrote that into storyline is almost like an inside joke between the producers and writers and Vince.
0: Well, I mean, from she reports hasn't... I've read, it was an idea she came up with. Oh, um, keep in mind that a couple years ago, Drake Maverick. Uh, handing out the flyers for the 24-7 championship, have you seen this belt thing, was an idea he came up with. Um, so there's a parallel there. Um, to, uh, for for wrestlers that get into the position that Billy Kay and Drake Maverick were in, where WWE creative has nothing for them, they give a lot of freedom for when we're going to put you out there, whatever you do, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what she did. Um, but that does bring me to at least talking about one thing. Uh, it's, it's, I'm going to talk about it in commendations later, but I was, I was going to give WWE all sorts of commendations for WrestleMania After Dark hosted by RJ City, um, which is fucking awesome. Um, I never thought I'd see RJ City, uh, directly associated with WWE without having a contract.
2: Why don't I know RJ City? Who's RJ City?
0: He's an independent wrestler. You, you oh. might not
1: have ever seen him.
0: I somehow or another stumbled across some of his stuff.
1: We gave away a t-shirt of his we did. in one of our early contests. The the one that was uh, a pro wrestling tease t-shirt and one of our shirts. They, we did two shirts. Um, the person chose an RJ City one. He's actually very funny.
0: He is hilarious. He's got a really good gimmick. Um, and so some reason or other WWE decided to have him host a after-night-one YouTube show uh, called WrestleMania After Dark.
1: They actually found out about him from our podcast because they listened to our podcast, oh, apparently, obviously.
0: Because yeah, we're yeah. we're trendsetters. <laughs> Anyways, um, but RJ City hosted it. But the reason I bring it up now is he had a segment on it where Billy freaking K came on to talk about her performance in night one of... Of WrestleMania, and the whole setup for it was that she was unemployed and looking for a job. And I yo watching it now after she got let go, it it almost feels like it's in poor taste. You know what I mean? And RJ City obviously didn't know. Like they're not gonna tell RJ City, hey, you're gonna you're gonna interview this person. She doesn't know that she's fucking shit canned.
2: Uh-huh. Right.
0: But watching it now. And seeing all the jokes about, you know, her being fired as a tag team partner and searching for and putting out her resume. And then there was a whole segment about her applying to be host for next year's WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And it's just like, this is why I don't think people backstage knew that she was being fired. Because I do not see WWE greenlighting that segment
1: the way it I'm went. not 100% sure WWE knew they were gonna fire her. Yeah, like, I, I think, think the decision looks come. at a list and goes, Well, how about that one? Uh, uh we just had her on WrestleMania. Where I wasn't, pff, I don't remember her.
2: No,
0: I, I'm pretty sure it goes about like that. Bruce Pritchard and him get together on the 14th I mean and, say, and say, Hey, we've got to fire a couple people, who should we shit cam? and they go that person that th- those women they don't have blonde
1: hair the question is what do they sit down with as their quota do they sit down with a number of people as their quota or dollars and cents as their quota
2: I'm pretty sure dollars and cents
1: so we need to free up one million dollars in contract space that's it well Joe's just a commentator and he's making 300,000 a year let's get this that's new
2: it. as commentator and then we won't need him anymore since he can't wrestle no point in having him
1: yeah
0: Let's shit can Samoa Joe so we can sign Pat McAfee. <laughs> that there no I that's 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 not actually meant to be a dig at Pat McAfee because he actually did a good job and he's uh actually really good at being the Smarmy character that he plays. Um himself. The the real question is, um, is Corey Graves gonna get shit canned here soon? Cause he's kind of found himself without a spot.
2: Uh, no, he's on raw.
0: Is he on Raw? Yeah. I can remember. I forgot most of Raw this week. Yep, as did I.
2: I just uh-huh. The
1: real question is, the night before this all happened on Thursday, or was it th- yeah, Thursday? Remember, we had a person, a former member of the Undisputed Era, quit NXT. Yeah. Is that real? As of right now, no, it's still not. But Officially,
0: yeah, it's not. However... We can't 100% say no now. I don't think they would have done it on screen if it was a real. But I can't the 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 odds are not zero. A non-zero
1: well, chance mean, that that's real. And it's not like it was Adam <laughs> Cole. You know, it was baby. Okay. Sorry, yes.
0: <laughs> Got to make sure everyone knows who we're talking about. There could be another Adam Cole out
1: there.
2: <laughs> uh, okay, I didn't
1: I we use his middle name so much. It just Feels
2: like a last team. I I honestly figured he was going to show up on uh, SmackDown though. Like I literally thought, all right, you're moving up to the main roster. Pat McAfee's there. Oh, okay, for sure you're going to be there. Going to start a little thing with Pat again and whatever have you. But no bueno. Yeah, I didn't actually like, watch SmackDown much. I don't think Adam Cole was there. I don't remember there being any surprise. Back. No, that's it. Ugh, just wrestling has been so shit.
1: If you have a couple weeks and then do that, that's actually a really good storytelling. Well,
2: and
0: here's the deal is the story between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly is not actually. They played on NXT this week, a whole thing with uh, after the match, when they were both being hauled out on stretchers, Adam Cole continuing to talk smack against Kyle O'Reilly and basically say, you're nothing. I'm, I'm going to fucking kill you sort of a thing.
2: And I don't know in any world where you would be stretched in together like that. Especially if you just beat the shit out of each other. Like, that's just... Well, they were both strapped down. So, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, that's
0: <laughs> the difference here. See, when you get uh, hurt, you go to a hospital, right? Same with me and same with D.A. Fabe. We go to... Hospitals, but they weren't taken to a hospital. They were taken to a local medical facility. So the rules might be different there. True. Uh, true.
1: Yeah. I really thought the feud was going to be with Roddy. I really did. Mm-hmm. Well, I that's the breakup feud was going to Roddy. Yeah. Well, ultimately, that's
0: that's the way it should go. That's the the storyline that I would do. Is first Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole because that's where. Oh, where uh, the breakup was kind of started, but mm-hmm. then afterwards, Roddy coming out and being like, Undisputed Era was the best thing to fucking happen to me, and you guys fucking ruined it. And being against both of them, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: With Bobby Fish as the referee.
0: <laughs> but, and who knows, maybe that, I mean, I'm ninety percent certain that the uh quitting was kayfabe for Roddy Strong. And yep. you know, all storyline and he's gonna show up at some point and attack one of either
1: either Kyle or maybe Riley. Finn. He may yeah. very well attack Finn saying, yep. Hey, you're the reason this happened.
0: Yep. Or maybe he'll go after Karrion Cross and be like,
1: you know, I'm I'm the wild card now. Side note, and we'll get back to the firings in a minute. I cannot believe no one... Karrion Cross says, come and get it, and no one comes out? Have they never watched wrestling before? That's when you're supposed to come out and be like, I'm coming to get it. But, uh, um, that's who maybe, should have come out. it Balor. May, m-
0: maybe they have watched wrestling before, and specifically have watched what Karrion Cross does to people who come <laughs> out and challenge him, <laughs> and said, nah, nah, I'm good. I, I don't need... I don't need a fucking neck.
2: <laughs>
0: so, anyway, sorry. But, anyways, uh, the firings, you know, again, I, I overused the phrase. They did quanti- uh, quality over quantity. Instead of having, you know, 30 wrestlers released or whatever it was the last year, they just did 10 so far. Uh, but they did 10 quality wrestlers. Uh, I think this really does show one thing. The reports have been that WWE is no longer afraid of AEW as competition. Um, And so they're not afraid to let some big names go. Um, However, I think this is gonna come back and bite them because last year when they released 30 people, it was early on in a global fucking pandemic when none of the competition was actively hiring, right? But now we've got both Impact and AEW and Ring of Honor all gearing up to start doing live events with crowds again. AEW specifically has started to experiment with house shows uh, as a way to use some enhancement talent, as a way to build up a library of digital video uh, for a potential streaming service, and as a way to try out storylines that aren't ready for TV, which is really the, the benefit of house shows just in general right? That's what house shows bring to the, pic- the picnic, is, is try out storylines and see how the crowds react to them before we put them on TV and make them Um, And AEW has started to do that a bit. Uh, Impact is going to start doing house shows again. They're going to start doing touring again soon. Ring of Honor is going to start because this pandemic is starting to, knock on wood, turn the corner. As more people get vaccinated, uh, which... If I remember correctly uh, from the news the other day, over 30% of all uh, eligible adults in America have received at least one dose of the vaccine so far. Uh, that's that's a big step there, right? Uh, when we get up to a higher percentage, somewhere in that 60 to 70% range, you'll start to see a lot of things start opening up uh, fully, and you'll start to see... WWE live events and AEW live events and and Impact live events start popping up on the calendars. Um, And I think... The other
1: piece to AEW is that if they build up enough of a roster, they can start touring in towns that aren't just Denver, Uh um, Las Vegas being the smallest of their towns, you know. uh, Vegas's population is actually only about the same size as Omaha, um, but you know, or or smaller than Montreal, for the other person on, that's on here.
2: That's so but bad.
1: they have a ton of tourist population.
2: Mm, okay.
1: but that's the they've done Vegas already. Uh,
2: so,
0: so WWE not being afraid of AEW last year could have made sense. But this year, I really think this could come back to bite them. Uh, because both Impact and AEW are going to open up the purse strings for some of these people. And Ring of Honor. I was gonna open up the- and and so you're giving some of your more talented and underused people a shot at other companies. Now that's not saying it didn't happen last year. Fucking Diana Peraza went off and was one of the biggest stars for for Impact. She won Impact Wrestler of the Year and Women's Wrestler of the year for 2020. Yep. Um, and Tay Conti is absolutely killing it on AEW and is one of my favorite. A W wrestlers right now.
1: There's not a woman of those three that won't land.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The the because women's wrestling is booming right now, and it is the the main opportunity for every non um, WWE product. Uh, WWE it's not really an opportunity because they're already there. Mm-hmm. Um, WWE's opportunity is in tag team, and that includes the women's tag, um, and they just hand it over. A future Hall of Famer, no ifs, ands, or buts Hall of Famer, and probably the most entertaining women's tag team we've seen at all. Um, yes, that includes Bailey and Sasha, um, who would probably be a, a distant second. They're not quite as entertaining as the Iconics are. Mm-hmm. They're better at the ring, but not quite as entertaining.
2: Ding dong, hello.
1: Oh, well. Okay. I, I suppose maybe they are as entertaining.
2: No, no, you're right. But um at the same time, they don't have anywhere really to go for women's tag except for impact, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah.
0: kind of what I was saying. If they decide to stay as a tag team, then impact's where they land. But if they go off as solos, I could see either or both of them ending up at AEW because they are both talent.
1: Is in desperate need. Of additional women, not Mm -hmm. not that their women's division is bad, but they need more of them. Yep. Again, a year or six months ago, we were telling you their women's division was bad. So obviously, that's a division that they're working on developing. Uh, Like Mickey, Mickey can land anywhere. She really.
2: I wonder if they're going to put her in the Hall of Fame next year.
1: Congratulations on your retirement. I didn't retire. Yeah, (laughs) remember when we fired you last year? (laughs) You retired. I'm actively wrestling.
2: <laughs> nope, you're retired. If it's not WWE, it's
1: not we're talking about. That's not good. S <laughs> word. Uh, I feel like Joe's logical land is Impact, um, and I and I think it's because he's ready for uh, a Hall of Fame induction there.
0: Yeah, that's I. I would say smart money for me would be smojo Joe and Impact. Um, smart money for Mickey James. NWA is my number one. Uh, uh, yeah. AEW in in a coach slash mentor role maybe is a uh, number two option. Uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay again, like I said, I think it all depends on whether they decide to go back to being a team. Um, which, which frankly, I think Peyton Royce is phenomenally talented and definitely could do a solo run anywhere. But I do think, from a marketing standpoint, from a marketability standpoint, their best odds are as a tag team. Yeah,
1: yeah. coming sure. out somewhere as the icons. hmm
0: Um, and Chelsea Green, we we kind of have moved past well, yeah, her a
1: I bit. Guess I forgot that. Yeah. But but
0: I think Impact's fairly likely, totally if only because part. her uh, her history with Impact, uh, her fiance in Impact right now. Uh, I would love to see her in AEW, but.
1: Well, and, just... and again, the benefit that both of those organizations have is that they do have their partnership right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they if they decide to contract that partnership out for a year, doesn't really matter where which one of them you sign with. If you do a one year if you do a short term contract with either one of them, knowing what their their partnership is on time frame, eh, it doesn't really piss you off either way. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, yeah, we'll go to AEW. We'll win the Impact Women's ta- uh, Tag Titles. Um, we can be we can be the elite women. I know they weren't ever members of the elite, but you know sometimes kayfabe can change.
2: It's true. Uh, honestly, though, it's it's I'm really happy though that it did happen because I feel like any wrestler who's still on a WWE contract is just feeling imprisoned.
1: Yeah, I I think seven out of the ten solidly get to live a life that they want to live better.
2: Yeah, I really do.
1: Um, It might not be as much money. The Iconics, I figure they probably had, had they not been broken up, they they had a better long term career in WWE.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit back to the drawing board. But, uh, you know, kudos to, well, I guess the other wrestlers from last year took it with stride as well. And they still stay safe and professional with thanking uh, WWE and so on, of course. Um, But honestly, at this point, from all the wrestlers that we do hear talk about when they have left WWE and, you know, they just, they're not necessarily talking bad about WWE, but basically saying, like, listen, I, I didn't feel like I was able to be creative there. I couldn't do what I wanted to do. I felt trapped, you know? So, I'm happy for people like Joe, um, the Iconics, uh, well, Chelsea Green hopefully could finally do something, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure she's happy to finally go and wrestle, because the hell was she doing there, you know? Agreed. I've seen I don't know who Wrestler Black is, so... Can't really comment on uh, this.
0: Wesley Blake, he was one of the forgotten sons. Uh, the fact that you've
1: forgotten about him. Um... <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even trying to make a... up. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: I, I think the one that's hurt the most out of this is probably Mojo. Maybe Wesley Blake.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but Mojo has so much connections, though. Like.
1: Oh, Mojo's going to stand somewhere, probably in a, in a sports commentary role.
2: Sports commentary or the entertainment field, he knows a lot of celebs and whatever. Like I feel like he'll find something no matter what. He's a good hype man. He's a good talker. Uh, he'll he'll go somewhere, no problem. I it might not maybe I don't think he's really down to be wrestling anyways. He, he's that's not where his uh, specialty lies. His skills lie, skills lie. You know he was a football player, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, third string all the way.
0: Yeah, he he was not a big-name football player, but he was indeed a football
1: player. But he was friends with Gronk, and, you know, to be honest with you, Gronk's couch in Tampa probably isn't a bad place to land either.
2: Mm. No, that's it. I mean, he won't be joining the team or anything, but no. he can definitely be chilling with his boy for sure. Yeah. Hey, hey Gronk, will you, will
1: you introduce me to
2: Tom? <laughs> Dude, you played on the
1: same team with him for a short while. Yeah, he wouldn't talk to me. I know. I understand <laughs>
2: And that was five rings ago. <laughs> it's so different now. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> we're assholes.
0: Yeah. Um, I I think yeah, Wesley Blake and Tucker both uh, are the only ones that I I just don't know where they would like. I don't. Uh, yeah, Kalisto, like I said, probably goes down to Mexico and becomes a, a mid card star down there he's talented enough i'm not i've i've made jokes about lucha botch party a lot but i think a lot of that's been luchador is trying to wrestle wwe style and yeah. go back down and wrestle wrestle lucha libra
2: and be fine yep. if, considering you even said that you want to concentrate more on your mexican division and then you go and release Kalisto, like all right well then like the Mexican division, I guess. Like Well, by but, concentrate,
0: they mean concentrate it down.
2: Uh, oh, which is just,
0: yeah, make just it, the make it they
1: care about. Make it more Dominic, less everybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dominic's, Dominic's just of Mexican descent. He
0: was born in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, and Ray's not his real dad anyway.
1: Yeah. That, that's why they didn't cut him. He doesn't have a future in AEW because Vicky'd be like, that's who my husband cheated on me with. That's, that's his illegitimate son. <laughs> Excuse me.
2: If that were to ever happen, AEW should so make that a story.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh Jesus! You, you are my my deceased husband's
1: illegitimate son. What? <laughs> so
2: much slack for that?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's entirely tasteless. Yeah, definitely should happen. <laughs>
2: It's something we would book. <laughs> Hence, why we're not WWE writers and w-
1: just, you know. WWE right now sitting back listening to our podcast, going, "Damn it! Why did we let Vicky go?
2: <laughs> we could have done it. Perfect timing." WWE is a soap opera, anyways. It's like Young the Restless. Fifteen years later, That's some good s word or lives, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah,
1: it's fine. Whatever. Choose your <laughs> choose your soap, man. Yep. Yeah, nope. No, I, 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 really am not as as fearful for any of these guys. As I, 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 I let me rephrase that. I'm not as fearful for any of these guys except for T- Tucker and sleeper Blake, um, as I am as I was last year.
0: That that was the, Last year there was a whole lot of uncertainty for a couple reasons. Number one, there weren't as big a name, so for the most part, where they landed was a little more up in the air. And number two, we were at the beginning of what pandemic. we knew was going to be an extended period of time where other companies were not going to be investing heavily in hiring.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, we, we, were, we were 30 days into not having Wrestling mm-hmm. Live.
0: Yeah, and now we've been a year. Um, and, and here's the deal. There are still people from last year's release that have not turned up in any of the majors. Like The Ascension, and that blows my mind because they were good you know yeah but they weren't big are names are they like any other. are
1: they latching on to the doom gimmick though
0: um I to be perfectly are. honest i i don't know because as far as i've heard they haven't even really wrestled in like the independence they've they've hmm. been like nowhere uh There's
2: been any independence open though like they've been
0: has... there've been some independence open here yeah
1: um, mm, okay. But I don't know that Mike and Maria have gone back to anything wrestling related.
0: Uh they did. They've signed contracts with Ring of Honor. Oh, did they? Okay. Uh, both of them just recently. Um, that but, was probably the
1: big name last year. Was Maria?
2: Was Maria ever really a wrestler though?
1: Yeah, won the title. Won the won the Divas title right before she. Never mind.
2: No, never mind. Are you just why why never mind? She did. She did uh, soft,
1: soft uh, magazine porn.
2: Oh. Okay. La-dee-da.
0: But yeah, so like, uh, you know, of course last year they released Rusev. He's appeared
1: in in AEW. Yeah, I guess he was he was huge. He was yeah. he might have been actually the biggest.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh Drake Maverick who eventually they turned into a storyline and they hired back. Um EC3 uh just recently signed with Ring of Honor after doing a stint in Impact and uh kind of jumping around. Of course, Zack Ryder and Matt Matt Cardona, you know, and Brian Myers um, are now both in Impact. Even though Matt Cardona did a little bit of uh, like five dates in AEW, uh, but they're back there. Leo Rush has jumped around uh, on AAA and MLW and New Japan Strong. Here, he currently holds the MLW World Middleweight Championship, and uh, so that's that's kind of a thing. Um, Gallows and yeah, Anderson. And
2: right
1: after he was just really starting to be, you know, right after he he got moved back down to NXT and maybe maybe got a little bit of a pop to the jaw from, hey, don't be so cocky in the back, and really got very entertaining on television.
0: Of course, Gallows and Anderson uh, have been seen on Impact, even uh, seen on AEW, even though they're Impact wrestlers. Uh, we mentioned Deanna Perrazzo. Uh, Heath Slater is now in Impact, although he's out with a with a surgery injury, um, so he'll he'll be back at some point. Eric Young's in Impact. Uh, Ty Conti, I mentioned in AEW, and just killing it there. She's currently number one contender for the women's championship. In fact, if I'm remembering correctly, this week on Dynamite, she's supposed to have her her match against Sheeta. With- nice will be fire. Um, uh, Eric Rowan um has wrestled on some independence, but the biggest thing he did was make the appearance at the Brody Lee Tribute episode of Dynamite. And that's it. Uh Sarah Logan is at home uh uh just gave birth to a baby so she's gonna be taking care of that for a bit. Uh Racing no way all if... Viking style. Yeah. Uh No Way Jose um has wrestled one match in the previous in the last year, according to Cage Match. Um, but he did just recently announce that he's going to be a father. So uh there's that. Uh he's also
1: mentioned... um decided that flash flash mob dancing is not nearly as cool without conga lines, so he's actually doing a professional conga and flash mob setup. So he'll just go to public places and yell, Conga! And people will do a conga line with him. So good job, Noe Jose. That's not Um, true, any of that at all. It is not. Uh, We
0: mentioned Mike Bennett and Maria Canellis are are now with Ring of Honor again. Um, uh, uh, Aiden English has done... like, one or two matches with Zelo Pro Wrestling, but that's about it. But he does have a YouTube channel where he talks about uh, whiskey called Wrestling with Whiskey. So uh, The Colognes have um, really done almost nothing. Um, That's not a big deal. Uh, Cassius Ono, aka Chris Hero, has claimed on his podcast that he uh, has had turned down offers from multiple companies because they weren't what he was wanting. Um, whether that's true or not, who knows? Kane uh, Velasquez hasn't done anything. Curtis Axel hasn't done anything, which Velasquez
1: is, got cut? Yeah. Last year? Oh. Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. um, I figured they would try to capitalize on him versus Brock again a couple times.
0: Uh, MJ Jenkins, this, these are some of the Performance Center wrestlers. She wrestled one episode of Dynamite uh, back a year ago. Uh, Cesar Bononi is now a regular on AEW. Uh, teaming up with Ryan Nemeth and J.D. Drake. Uh, Nick Ogarelli now goes by Nick Camarotto in AEW. He's one of the Nightmare Factory people who signed with QT Marshall. Uh, so we're seeing him now. Tino Sabatelli wrestled one episode of AEW Dark, um, and that was the taping that they taped the AEW Dynamite that Eric Bischoff showed up in. And uh, someone from at that taping le- leaked that Eric Bischoff Uh, showed up Um, and we don't know for certain if it was Tino Sabatelli um, except for the fact that he has not shown up in AEW since then and shortly thereafter uh, got re-signed to the performance center so um, uh, Chris Jericho also said that that, the guy who leaked will never work for AEW (laughs) nice Uh, and then Alexander Jaksik, uh, Dan Mapa, Fais- Faisal Kurdi, Hussein Algol, Mohamed Fahim, Marcus Gomes, Edgar Lopez, <sighs> Yifeng, and Mars Wang, as far as we know, have done nothing. So there was a chunk of them that didn't do anything since then. And a few of them eventually, like uh, Caesar Bononi, he wrestled on a couple episodes here or there of Dark. Um, And only recently, like within the past two months, have started showing up regularly on Dark and Dynamite on a regular and being named and everything. So it took a long time before some of them caught on anywhere else. Um, The list of wrestlers from this year, aside from, like we said, Wesley Blake and Tucker, I see almost all of them signing someplace if they want. The only one like Bo Dallas, again, if he just decided he's done, he's done. He's
1: like... Everybody sees value in Bo Dallas, though. I, I feel like I feel like travel is going to be the question mark for him. Like he could easily go to an indie. Like where's their ranch? Do you know? Um, I can look it up. I don't know it
0: offhand, but
1: um, well, that that's kind of the what I was saying. Is it really? I mean, I could see him easily holding the the Ohio Valley uh, Ohio Valley Championship just to. You know, lend some credibility back to Ohio Valley.
2: Yeah. And um, even then, keep in mind there's not a lot of traveling either. So whether he does AEW, it's only one day a week sort of ordeal, he can do his investment or housing thing, real estate thing, the other days of the week too. You know what I mean? So
0: well, um, there's not a lot of current travel, but as like I said before, we're within months of traveling starting up again. AEW will start traveling within the next couple months. Again, uh, Impact will start doing house shows within the next four or five months, guaranteed. Um, mm, okay. Ring of Honor will start traveling again at some point soon. And here's the deal: WWE will start, they've already started to make plans. We've already started to see house show, not house shows, but live events like Raw's and SmackDown's that were postponed at the start of the pandemic start to get rescheduled for late July and August. So, Snap. Okay. So traveling will start to. Happen. That's why I say with Bo Dallas, I think it, it all really comes down to whether, whether he wants want- to or not. Yeah. If he's decided that he's just done and ready to start his next next career, then he's done and and he's not even gonna try to sign him. But if he's if he still has it in his mind that he wants to be a wrestler, then pretty much any of those three would be happy to sign him. I don't see I don't see any of them saying, Oh, Bo Dallas, nah. Nah. Yeah. For sure. Oh, someone with the last name Rotunda. <laughs> Especially since I believe Mike Rotunda is now working backstage in AEW. I believe. Um so I just while doing all of this I actually looked up and there's just a headline from just a little bit ago uh that apparently according to Meltzer they uh, he hasn't named specifically who it is but he says that uh, there were a couple people that got caught because, how do I say it? I heard this about two different people, that one person was pouting that they were not on WrestleMania. That did not help them. Another person kind of complained about their booking. When you're a, quote, marginal talent that's not used and you complain about it, it's you know it's not like you're a top guy and that didn't help their cause either. Mm. So um, if I were to take a guess, I would guess that at least part of that was referring to Peyton Royce and her apparently off-script promo on Raw Talk.
2: Oh, that
1: was off-script?
0: Apparently.
2: Oh, but that got her a title shot. Wow. So Sometimes that was like flow with it. some good, good S-word.
0: No, it's, it's spotting an opportunity. Or more specifically, like DFA said, you got to flow with it. It happened. Now what do we do? How do we...
2: But I'm sorry, Raw Talk and SmackDown Talk isn't live, is it? Oh whether it's it, live yeah. or not uh, um,
0: it's still if you if you do that sort of fiery speech you have a choice do we loot use it or do we cut it right it happened mm, before but... but years ago the the what was it Miz versus um, who was it got into it on uh, talking smack
2: yeah Daniel I remember, Brian. Daniel Brian. Brian.
0: and yeah. and that was totally unscripted at the time and they turned it into a storyline um, right. So, but, anyways, so that's mostly talking about that. Um, I will pivot to at least um talking a little bit about some positive things that happened this week. NXT's uh after stand and deliver show was actually pretty darn good, uh, and it was their first Tuesday show, and I want to say they did about eight hundred thousand views. Right. Oh snap! Okay. Uh, which was 1 million. Whoop, whoop. Uh, yeah. But AEW then came un uh, unopposed on Wednesday and did 1.219 million, um, which is just fucking phenomenal. Um, that's second highest that they've ever done. And that's including their first couple of weeks when they were the new dogs, you know, um, so, but
1: the... the and I, think, I think NXT will pick up additional people having moved.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think, I think that there's going to be some people who go, okay, I, I can watch those two products. I think who's really going to be hurt by this is, is your Raw and SmackDown audience. I think that people are going to go,
0: ugh. I, I would like to point out that SmackDown this week on Fox, which is the biggest of the three networks, right? <laughs> TNT, USA and Fox. Fox is in far more houses in America than the other two. Uh, but SmackDown this week got 1.9 million. Wow. Oh, okay. So combined AEW and NXT got more views than SmackDown did. Now, yes, there's probably overlap in those, so I mean, we can't really say that. But that's that's kind of a big thing, you know. We are we are potentially in a position where there could be a shift in the landscape because people aren't, don't have to make the choice. Do I watch AEW live or NXT live? They can watch them both live. And I did, you know, Uh, I, you know, I previously I would watch AEW live almost every week. And then I'd watch NXT on, on DVR. Now I can watch them both. Um, uh, NXT this week was fire. NXT this week was able to pull off some surprises like Kushida winning the cruiserweight title.
2: Um, Yeah, that was really unexpected.
0: Awesome. It was was unexpected the way it went. I will point out that my whole thought going into stand and deliver was that Santos Escobar was going to drop the title to uh, his opponent at stand and deliver. um, So to free him up for potentially going after either the North American championship or the full on world championship, NXT champion, um, and it didn't happen at Stand and Deliver, but it did happen at NXT right afterward, which does free up Santos Escobar to go after more main event gold. Um, and Kushida, as Cruiserweight champion, is mint. Fucking mint.
2: Um, I will give AEW um, a little crime, a little, um, a little conviction here, where they didn't even promote Anything about this Omega and um, I'm gonna say Swerve, but it's not Swerve. It's yeah. uh, the the match that's happening for the the title at Impact's pay per view, which is next week. See, see, you say they didn't, but they've mentioned
0: it, and uh, they themselves have taken out at paid advertisements on every episode of Impact about it. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, but honestly. W. I'm saying
0: they well, but they mentioned it. That was the whole thing when uh, they were leaving this week um, in the limo. They said we're off to go. But but in the end, it doesn't matter. Here's the deal. They know that Rich Swan isn't a draw to AEW fans. This uh, this Omega showing up on. Impact is more about drawing people to Impact than drawing drawing Impact fans to AEW. So they don't really have to talk about it on Impact or on AEW because it's more about get people to tune into
2: Impact. But that's how you would get people to tune into Impact because they
0: they already know that that uh he's appearing on Impact. They don't need to to I don't think they need to do much more. I mean we've and I can show you the ratings for the segments where where Omega's been in have been consistently popped up from their normal rating. Consistent. Mm-hmm. So they don't need to because the people are already following. They don't. I mean, that's the whole reason Good Brothers are showing up on AEW. Right. To get people to follow them back over to Impact
2: Wrestling.
0: That being said, the signing of Barrow Ronaldo to do the call for the Fuck yeah, it. that's brilliant. Omega Rich yeah. One match is fucking awesome. Fucking mint. Brilliant. Uh, so I'm all for that. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Ah, uh,
2: Meltzer I mean, game for Jake uh, Ball event though. I was like, oh no, Morello here. He was at the last one.
0: Yeah, I don't care about Jake Paul. <laughs> like
2: you're a fucks. We had and Oscar to entertain us along with Pete Davidson, so I was still thoroughly entertained.
0: But um. Dave Meltzer did give another AEW match five stars. Um, I will give you five guesses as to who uh, one of the tag teams in it was.
1: Uh, Young Bucks. (laughs)
0: Um,
2: That match was fire, um, though.
0: It it was a fire match, but I would like to point out that uh, as fire as that match was, um, none of the matches... From uh, stand and deliver, got five stars.
2: Oh wow! What's it, uh, I don't know if you have it up or not, and if you, don't, I'm sorry. Maybe he didn't watch stand and deliver. Maybe. Well,
0: <laughs> I can tell you the Meltzer star ratings for it. Give me a second to scroll down the page. I, I was
1: gonna ask. I was wondering, if did, did he give Bianca a Sasha that? a five stars?
0: No,
2: it was four point twenty
0: five. Well, he did not get. I, I'm gonna uh, spoil it right now. He gave zero five stars to WWE in all of WrestleMania. Ooh, um, that's so, that's rough. So the star ratings that he's given so far: uh, Matt Hardy versus Darby Allen on Dynamite last week got four stars. Uh, Young Bucks versus Pack and Phoenix got five stars.
1: Um, going back. back to Phoenix. And oh, bucks, no, yeah. you're going to say it's because the Young bucks. Okay. Yeah, that's fine.
0: It's both. It's both. <laughs> uh, Escobar versus Kushida got three and three quarter stars. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan versus Edge got four and a half stars. It's a good match. Oscar versus Rhea Ripley got 3.75 stars.
1: 3. That's fair. That's fair. There were there were yeah, some yeah. not great moments in that. Uh, Big so, Kushida upon- winning the title got less stars than Rhea versus Oscar.
0: Same, same numbers. Sir. Um, uh, Big, that, e I, L- L- <laughs> Big E versus that's just wrong. Big E versus Apollo Cruz got three stars. Uh, I was, I was Riddle versus Sheamus got four stars. Yeah. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn got three and three quarter stars. Nia Jax versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Natalya and Tamina got two Dude. and a quarter stars. Okay. Uh, Orton versus the Fiend got negative one star. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair got four. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus John Morrison and The Miz got three and a half stars, which I think is fair. It was better than we expected it to be.
2: That might have been a negative star rating.
0: Yeah, we were expecting that to be zero stars at one at the most. So Uh, Braun versus Shane McMahon got one and a half stars. Uh, New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos got two
1: stars. Cesaro versus Seth Rollins got four stars. For real? Which one? I thought they told a great story on that New Day one.
0: Told a great story. Two stars. God, um, okay. Totally Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Four stars. Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot versus Natalia. I mean, I'm going to be going backwards on the Eliminator because uh, I'm scrolling backwards through the list, but the last one <laughs> of the Eliminators, one and three quarter stars. Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot, one and a quarter stars. I can't Don't believe Carmelo versus Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot, half a star. Jeepers. Billy Kay and Carmelo versus Lana and Naomi. Three quarters of a star. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre, three and three quarter stars. Really? Um the SmackDown Tag Championship uh, four way from SmackDown before, three and three quarter stars. Um to, to skipping some new Japan ones. Uh, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly unsanctioned match, four and a half stars. Uh, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross, three and three quarter stars, which for me was match of the night, so I'm fucking appalled by that. Uh, Gargano versus Bronson Reed, three and a quarter star. Uh, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, two and a half stars. Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar, three and three quarter stars um drizango and versus Drake Maverick and Killian St- Dane, two stars. Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez, four and a quarter stars. Grizzled young veterans versus uh, Joaquin wilden and Raul Mendoza, of del Fantasma, and versus M.S.K. four and a half stars. Valter versus Tomasz champa four and a half stars. The Gauntlet Eliminator, I'm not going to read all the names in it. Three and a half stars. Kushida versus Pete Dunne, four and a quarter stars. It just like it's his opinion, but i mean the it's problem his is- opinion i i try to i i try to think that he tries to keep it um relatively uh down the middle, but it's really hard to when not a single match from stand and deliver got even close to five stars uh and and I'm not saying that the uh young bucks versus Death Triangle wasn't a really fucking good match. It was. But to me, it wasn't half a star better than than the Walter versus uh, Champa match. It wasn't a star and a half better than Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor. It wasn't half a star better than Adam Cole versus Kyle Though Those all three would have been pretty darn close to the same rating. For-
1: yeah. So, no, okay. yeah, to, to say that there's not a, a five star match in all of WrestleMania week for WWE is stupid.
0: <laughs> yep, I can't defend that. I can't can't make any arguments against that. So, uh, but anyway. but anyways, moving on. Um, because we spent so much time talking about uh the firings this week, I don't really have any misdemeanors other than fuck you WWE. Uh, But um, And then for commendations, I mentioned earlier, I was going to give WWE a commendation for hiring RJ freaking City to do the YouTube show on night one after WrestleMania, but I can't because of what they did this week. So instead, I'm giving a commendation to freaking RJ City for being (laughs) absolutely hilarious on this show.
1: He's always hilarious, though.
0: Really well done. If you haven't had a chance to watch it, Go find it. It's on WWE's official YouTube channel. It's called WrestleMania After Dark, and it's a hoot. Uh,
1: a hoot, don't you know?
0: Don't you know? If somebody doesn't sign RJ City soon, I'm going to flip a table. That's
2: all I'm saying. Any you other piece out signed. there? Um, I mean, the firing is just kind of in my head, but honestly, WWE for just having a real... Was this still the... Raw... No. This was the Raw, no, they didn't They didn't do the Raw after Mania. Yeah, it was the Raw after Mania. For the worst possible Raw after WrestleMania ever. Well, yeah,
0: there was no fucking surprises.
2: No surprises, and it just got me just feeling like, well... Charlotte doesn't count as a surprise? No. Okay, fair enough. Well, I mean,
0: I guess she does, but... I, like, I wouldn't call her a surprise because she hasn't been gone long enough. I mean, it's been less than a month total that she was gone.
2: I'm well, surprised because she looked completely different. She had her hair straight. She looked like a new person. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it just, raw was just God awful though. Aside, I guess from Charlotte's promo, which was still nice, I guess. But, oh man, I don't know. I feel like I'm just going to not, I rather, I think watch big brother on Mondays instead of raw, just record yeah, raw. I mean,
0: Here's the deal. Yeah. One of my favorite YouTube channels, uh, Wrestling with Regret, uh, Brian Zane, has made the announcement, made it before WWE, uh, for WrestleMania, made the announcement that after WrestleMania, he was not going to be doing Raw or SmackDown reviews anymore.
1: Yeah, because it's just so disappointing. Well, why follow a storyline that doesn't exist?
0: Yeah. He says, yeah. I'll They'll- probably still watch them because I'm a wrestling fan, but I'm just not going to invest my time in talking about them. So. Wow.
2: That's right. And I got to be
0: honest. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like he might be on the right path. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially since I had to tell my wife a few weeks ago, um, hey, you know the the one night of the week that we watched what you wanted to watch, Tuesdays? Yeah, we're we're going to watch what
1: I want
2: to watch now that night. You got Mondays now though cuz I don't want to watch Raw. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> you have Mondays and Fridays and you know Thursday you can just come back and watch it later what you were doing, so
0: Anyways, but on that note I think we will probably wrap things up for this week um, Fuck WWE, fuck you Flipping off the, the microphone with double double birds here Fuck so, you with your fucking
1: firings and fucking shit
0: Yeah, fuck off um, Anyways, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you use uh, Click that little follow button or like button or whatever it is subscribe button, so you get notified as soon as we post new episodes Um, I've mentioned it in a tweet. I would like to apologize to any fans out there. Recently, it's happened a couple times. Our host has, for some reason or other, uh, instead of doing both segments of the show, has doubled up segment number one, and it has taken me way too long both times to notice it, and I don't know what's happening. Um, So... I'm still trying to figure it out. I may even switch hosts at some point if they don't get it figured out, but I apologize if that happened to you. If you were listening to one of the episodes and it just played the first segment twice, and eh, I don't know how that happened, but I try to fix it. So go back and listen Sorry, to that. I episode. Yeah, us on anchor.fm. Uh, I'm not even mentioning anchor FM anymore. Nope. <laughs> Fuck. Them. Uh, so we'll, we'll we're going to get it figured out at some point. Uh, shouldn't, Shouldn't uh, matter to you, it should be totally seamless no matter what we do. But I apologize, uh, since that happened because it again, I posted it, everything looked fine, and then I get a notification from someone, uh, who says, Hey, this podcast is just the same segment twice, and I'm like, Son of a bitch! So (laughs) I apologize for that, but um. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on pretty much any social media at raw and order WBU. You
1: can follow DA Fabe at raw and order FBI. Nope. Nope. Still DA Vincent K.
2: Fabe.
0: <laughs>
2: and JLB is always available at, of course, JLB 420 real talk radio is the brand where I went crazy on the whole Jake ball thing. And uh, it was kind of fun, but man is tweeting a bunch of stuff. A lot of work. Anywho, anchor.fm slash RTR is where all the streams are at, and I plan to be more available on the socials. So look for me there for what is coming up next mm-hmm. on Z Podcast.
0: Awesome. Uh, there's going to be links in the doobly-doos for all of our social media, as well as the ways you can support us through Patreon uh, or through our merch store at shop.spreadshirt.com slash wbu. You can go to patreon.com slash WBU. Again, the links are going to be in the doobly-doos. Great way to support us and help make sure that we can continue to bring you great content. But on that note, we're going to go ahead and close the book. Uh, Thanks for listening. We will see you soon.
2: I think great content maybe embellishes a little.